Yo, what up? Welcome back to the Shooters Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Shotme. On the Shooters Podcast, we talk about the business of photography and videography. The business behind shooting. Alright? So let's jump into it. Okay? So I actually do have a trash segment today. Alright? Um, so listen, here's what happened. We want to shoot with a client um, yesterday. Okay? Or today. So today, so we booked it for like two days because we wanted to shoot in between the 11 and 3 frame. So that's right between check-in and check-out time. So we got to book it for two days. So I seen the um, the Airbnb. It was a dope property, right? It had like um, like black walls. It had like this nice gray couch. It had yellow chairs. I was like, you know what? I'm going to shoot some stuff here too because it got the yellow chairs. You know, we got a yellow print conference coming up. You should be there. So I was like, got yellow chairs. I mean, it was just dope, right? Just the black walls was like, it was lit. It was lit. I'm talking about it was modern. It was luxury. It had like this white like um, coffee table. It was just, it was modern. It was my style. And um, it was dope, right? It was dope for me and it was also dope um, for my client. So what happened was uh, we booked it. I didn't go last night because I was busy, right? I was, I'm doing a whole lot. I told him I'm not going to check in today. I'll check in uh, probably tomorrow. Like I'm, I'm, I'm doing work today. Tomorrow we'll get in the morning, whatever, and we'll just figure it out. I sent my wife there to check in, whatever. And sent be there on, you know, because you can just check in online or not online, like the the remote check in, get door code access, whatever. Okay. So, um, my wife goes in there. She actually takes picture pictures of the unit, and when I tell you this unit looks nothing like the actual image on the site. And I'm not talking about like it's the actual unit, it's the actual apartment or the condo, and then it's like, oh, it's just the white couch is now dirty, or the you know the refrigerator is missing like stuff. No, it's completely different. The walls are beige. The ottoman, it's not even a white carpet. It's like a a, a regular ottoman that you get from Dagon um, rooms to go. Um, the rug looked like rug like it came from Goodwill, and I was like. It looked like it was different to the point where a different type of person would stay there, right? It's not equivalent like McDonald's and Burger King. It was like I booked it thinking I'm going to get Roots Chris, and then I end up getting McDonald's. It was that bad of a difference to the point where I'm like, dang, do we, we like you, we got to, it, it looked like the projects. It looks like the projects, but online. It looked like the W. Okay. It looks like the Ritz Carlton online. Right. So it wasn't just the picture quality. It was a different unit entirely. Right. So then I messaged them. I showed them the two screenshots. I wish I can. Sh- you know what? We just going to go ahead and do it on, on here. I know you got to be on this joint to see it. I should drop it in the thing, but I'm going to see if we can be able to see it on, on here. Cause y'all ain't going to believe this. Let me see if I can show you a picture on here. Hold on. Can we clear it out? Tag on. You can't see it. I'm going to have to. Uh, I got it. Hold on. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. Let me change the. Uh, I'm going to just drop the link in here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just. I'm going to just. This is, I'm doing too much. I'm going to drop the link. So make sure if you're not on YouTube, go to YouTube. And I'm going to put the picture right here. So that way you can see it. Because that's crazy. <laughs> you got to see it to believe it. Anyway put this up so anyway so i was like okay cool can you give us they explained that it's in the description section that 
this might not be the unit that you stay in, but they still have the same style or whatever. Now, you know, I didn't read that part, but if it was the same style, I wouldn't have been complaining. Okay. That's the, it had the same square footage. It is not the same style. It's different. One is modern, um, eclectic. One is struggle. Okay. Prejects, not even projects, the prejects. Okay. Before you get there, before you get to the projects. So, um, my wife was there. I said, ask them to move to move us to another unit. So they went from, um, that unit that was that the, the struggle unit and then went to another unit. If that unit was a, was a two or one, the new unit they went in was like a three. I was like, okay. I said, let me, I said, let's just, let's just, let, let's just start here. Where are the black, forget the furniture, where are the black walls at? Okay. I haven't been into a hotel where you where you um you book something and they got white walls and you come in there oh we got black walls like, oh we just decide you know it's, it's same joint but it's different. Well, I never seen it on the site. I never. What what do you mean? I'm confused, right? So they they, they mentioned that you know this is different styles or whatever, and then um they went and moved us to another unit, and then we were like now I forgot to tell you that first unit smelled like smoke. It smelled like straight Mary Jane, but regardless. We in this, we in this new one, and um, we just say, you know what, we're good. We're gonna, we're gonna cancel, give us our money back or whatever. Now they said you got to talk to Airbnb. We got to figure it out. So right now we're still in dispute right now, trying to get our our money back because we didn't stay in there at all. Um, but here's the thing, and, and, and this is actually going to help with with our our topic today. But here's the thing, two things, right? One, I've stayed at Airbnbs where they have multiple properties under the same building. And I seen them where not only do they look the same or similar in style and everything, they, the, the, the sofa might be different, the chairs might be different, but it's the exact same style, literally. But they created different profiles for each one. If you have so many units, why don't you create a different profile for each one? Let's say that's too much work. Let's say, you know what, I'd rather just say, Brent, I don't want to do that. Um, I'd rather just have one, one unit, right? And then like confuse people with the dope unit and then when they come in just pray and hope that they don't complain about the bum apartment i'm what 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 they should have did if they didn't want to go with option one they could have won option two but they would have showed multiple different styles of units inside of one um series of photos so as opposed to showing me one with the, with the black walls and the, like the, the the nice one show me the ugly one too why not? Like, show me the nice apartment. Show me some stuff in the nice apartment. Now, show me stuff in like the, the dirty apartment. Now, show me some stuff. Like, show me some stuff. So then I can ask you, say, hey, I noticed there's multiple images. Hey, I noticed there's multiple images. I'm in here. I'm sorry, y'all. It's a whole. It's might have cutting grass. Like, you doing a podcast? Might have cutting grass right there in front of your house. So anyway, I would have messaged them and say, hey, I noticed there's multiple images. Um, it seems like every time I talk, they start cutting or blowing. That's a whole other story. I got a whole other horror story about. It. Um, those people. Um, so then I would have meshed them, and I would have said, "Hey, I'm gonna know there's 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 multiple images. Do you have multiple properties, whatever?" And then would have had an understanding, and I wouldn't have to go to the note session or the description session, right? Because it's not like you're trying to hide something, right? You show me the model home. You show me. I mean, this joint. Once I, I drop picture on here again, right? You got to see it because this joint was like immaculate. And then when I went there, it wasn't the same property that was dirty. It was a different one, and that was dirty. And I'm like, levels, right? Um, so they were trash for that. 
right? They were definitely um, uh, trash for that, trying to finesse. And I get it. You want people to, they said, maybe they, if they see the apartment, they won't, they, they wouldn't notice. Um, we notice. Just starting off with the black walls. We literally know it. It's a clear difference. Then we asked them, I forgot to tell you this. We asked them, we said, where, for, before we even get started with the furniture, the regular furniture, where are the black walls? Let's just start there. They said, oh no, that's all on the second floor. We're like, okay. So for one, why didn't you just book everything out on the second floor? And that way no one can, would be confused. And I said, but for two, I was like, I was like, is anything available on the second floor? They were like, no, they're all booked up. Hmm. How convenient. Why didn't you, it's not convenient. Why did you even show us this one if you knew we wanted something from the second floor? Why didn't you just? So apparently the second floor is what we want, what probably what most people wanted, but I guess they're trying to, um, trying to, trying to wing it at this point, trying to find something new. Let me see if, let me see if they won't notice. That's kind of like, you know, you going to the circus, trying to, trying to say, Hey, you got pictures of lions. We're going to see lions. You're going to see tigers. You're going to see everything. And you come in there. It's like kittens in there. Kittens. And look, cats. Like, and you, and, and you don't threw a whole, you don't threw the little thing on it where the, where the lion got the, um, Whatever the fur, you done threw extra fur on her and all that. I'm like, brother, that's a, that's a cat. No, it's a, it's a lion. No, 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 no. No, it's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like lions are in the same family. Fam, that's a cat. I want to see a lion. The king of the jungle. Oh, no, no, what's well, a cat? So the thing is, they, they in the same fam. You know, it's a, it's a cat. They both cats, though. They both, they in the cat family. I need a refund. I need my money back. So, oh, we're done with that. So, the Airbnb was trash for that. But let's jump right into the segment for today, or the topic for today. And believe it or not, um, believe it or not, let's, this can kind of work. This is this topic can kind of work with this Airbnb today. Um, that that I kind of you know they went through the situation today. So, this um, today's topic is. Um, I said this one time and I put it in my bar book, but basically sometimes charging enough is not enough. Okay. Y'all seen me go into it on lives. I went into it on podcasts. I'm not sure we went to a podcast now, but I want to just dedicate this particular um, episode today. Just diving deep into when I say that sometimes charging enough is not enough. Okay. What do I mean by that? I'm going to give you, um, I got this book. I was actually, um, I seen like a review or somebody was talking about it online. So I purchased this book and I felt like it would be good for photographers, videographers, anybody in business, but especially people in the service-based business. Um, it is called the pitch without, no, the win without pitching manifesto, um, by Blair Ends. So what I like to do is, you know, I got, um, in my coaching program, it's called shooters camp. What I try to do is I try to read a couple of books ahead, just trying to find out which books are should be next. Cause we usually read uh, books in our in our program. So just trying to find out which books could be next. They're good reads that I feel like can be good for us to um for my mentees to read. Alright. So let me break it down on what Blair now mentioned I, I came with this philosophy a while ago, but then I love when I hear it in different perspectives when we're basically saying the same thing, but sometimes people um, understand differently because I'm a little ghetto. I'm from the streets, so people might not understand the same way 
that I um may articulate it. All right. So let's jump right into it. Okay. This is section. He got like twelve different. What do you call them? Proclamations. Basically, twelve different philosophies. Essentially. Okay. This one. This one is about charging more, I believe. All right. It says, "Profit improves service." This is a section. When we take on an engagement, and I'm gonna say he's very professional. I'm gonna say it in a ghetto street way so we can understand it. When we take it on, when when we take on an engagement with thin mortgage margins, God goodness, come on, Brandon, get your life together. When we take on an engagement, that's why I dropped out of college twice. You see why? When we take on an engagement with thin margins, and then we encounter a problem with the engagement from our doing or not, we are left with little ability to fix the problem. Healthy margins give healthy margins gives us the word. I can't say the word. Basically, it gives us the ability to fix mistakes, earn trust and build loyalty with our clients. In this way, our most profitable clients get our best service. It does not happen the other way around. Superior service does not improve profit. Profit improves service. So. What he's talking about and what I'm talking about is when you have an issue with a client, let's say, let's say you charge a client, I don't know, $150 for portraits, right? You don't portraits, you don't headshots, so you don't portraits. You charge them $150. When the client come back to you with two revisions, right? You're fine. That may be included. Once they come with the third and fourth revision, these third and fourth revisions may be small. Right, maybe hey, get a string of hair or whatever, but you know that you only charged one hundred fifty dollars, and you're working with another client. This may be a month from now, um, whatever. This could be this could be a situation where you just don't really feel like doing it, right? And you're like, Dad, come on, you, I'm still working. One hundred fifty dollars. Hey, hey, sir, ma'am, that's gonna be extra fifty dollars. It's gonna be extra seventy-five dollars. So now you have complications with your client because they don't want to be charged, even though it's in a contract. They don't necessarily want to be charged an extra fifty dollars just for pulling a strand of hair out. They feel like so now, even though it's in the contract, that we're, we're it's still a gray area. Yes, we are charging an extra fifty dollars for revision or whatever. I'm not telling you to do this. You do what you want to do your business. I don't necessarily. I got a different philosophy. We can talk about revision on another thing. But let's say for you, you charge extra for revisions, okay? Um, and I'm gonna tell you why I don't charge for revisions in a minute. It's for this particular reason. So you charge an extra fifty dollars for revisions. And clients don't like that, right? But let's say it's in the contract, everything works out. It's a strand of hair sticking out, right? You got to go on Photoshop, get this piece of strand of hair out, which might not take you much time, but you might be in Alaska. You might be on vacation. You might be working with another client. You might be on the bigger and better things, right? And you're like, listen, sir, ma'am, you got to just give me $50. Now you're arguing back and forth about a strand of hair and $50, okay? It says when you, when, when you encounter a problem, from doing or not doing, we are left with little ability to fix it because you don't want to. Okay, let me give you a, let me let me give you a different one. Let's say you same same scenario. You're you're a portrait photographer, whatever. You're charging somebody a hundred dollars to go and do the shoot. Let's say you end up catching COVID. Okay, you don't mess around and and hang around um um Jojo them y'all up there smoking weed, sniffing lines of cocaine. They don't they don't they don't dust it. Um, COVID-19 dust in, 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 inside the weed. You start smoking that. Regardless, you got COVID now. So now you can't even do the um, the shoot or the event. Let's say it's an event that you can't change the date. 
You're doing an event. You can't change the day. You can't show up. And you don't want to give them their, their money back. Obviously, you can. But let's say you spent $100 on pills or whatever the heck it is. But the thing is, you don't even have enough money, enough margins. It, it says here, we're, we are left. It says, um, it says healthy margins give us room for mistakes. It says, uh, okay, here we go. It says, uh, if we take on engagement with thin margins, that means not a lot of profit, not enough wiggle room, not enough money to be able to do extra stuff with if problems happen. Now you can't show up. You need to put a photographer in your place to go and shoot this wedding, to go and shoot this event. You only got $100 or $500 or whatever you want to put here, right? You don't have enough to say, to, to say I want to pay you $250 and I keep the money, right, to be able to edit or whatever. There's no, there's no more money left, right? You've only charged enough, which goes back to my statement. Sometimes charging enough is not enough, right? Let's say just enough was $500. Had you charged somebody $1,500, you have enough to pay another photography videographer $500. You have enough to pay somebody $250 and still have your money, right? Even if it's more, you might, you know, you might have to cut less. You might end up with $300 as opposed to $500 profit. But regardless, you still have enough money to still make the event happen, to still make the shoot happen without you compromising quality, without you getting a bad review, without getting back and forth, um, without going back and forth with your client. Okay. Let's go into this next session. Let's say the test for this is the ringing phone test. Essentially. When we look down and see the profitable client's name, we are happy to pick up. When, when the unprofitable clients call, we cringe. He also goes on to say like our clients know whether they are getting the best from us, but they rarely know why failing to charge enough leaves us little room to move and create um, dynamics with our client. It's a discordant, whatever, whatever that word is. Um, all of this affects the quality of our work and our reputation as reliable advisors. I don't know why he's so professional. Why didn't he just say, basically, I'm going to just say it in our way. <laughs> and all of this affects the quality of our work with our reputation as photographers and videographers. Okay. So going back to that same scenario, right. Of having enough money to be able to get out to get somebody to do um, a shoot. When, when you when you charge enough and you have like he says healthy margins basically when you have enough money enough wiggle room enough margin to be able to when things when things happen you have enough money to be able to to be able to um, fix issues okay there's there there was a couple times when I couldn't shoot a particular event or project whatever I had I had enough money left to be able to pay I guess let me let me see if I give a um a real example. So I charge somebody, you know, twenty five hundred a month, and and to go and shoot. So what happens is, I have you know editors, and then I have you know videographers and things of that nature, right? Now I don't I don't shoot, but this was back was when I was shooting. Hit well, not I don't shoot. I don't shoot as much. Okay, um, I might shoot maybe a couple. Regardless, so this was back when I was really shooting heavy, right? So I'm charging twenty five hundred a month at this at this particular time. So when things happen, oh crap, I can't be there, or I would like a different opportunity, right? As opposed to shooting this client, I have an opportunity to shoot a new client and then gain them as a a, a retainer or um, a retainer client or somebody who I could put on a monthly basis for maybe more income or whatever. So I have enough money, this twenty five hundred to be able to say, listen, I want to pay you. I need a videographer. I want to pay a thousand dollars. 
for four hours to go and shoot this client and do whatever. I still have $1,500 left. And the only reason, because some people may say $1,000 $1, is a lot, but some people might say $1,000 is not. I wouldn't do that for, for four hours. That's $250 an hour. Here's here's a, um, a sweet deal. I said, now I'm going to give you $1,000, but you don't have to edit any, You don't have to edit the project either. So now, let's just say $500 is going towards editing or whatever. I still have $1,000 left to keep for me if I need to do anything else. Okay? I still make money and I still have enough money to be able to delegate the task. When things come up, hey, I'm not going to be there, but I will send a videographer there. I will send a photographer there. And then a photographer videographer doesn't necessarily have to charge me as much because they don't have to edit the project either. Okay? Now, I was going to say something about this, um, about the editing. Oh, I forgot. Anyway, so since I'm done with that, basically, now, what you want to do, when I say sometimes charging enough, it's not enough. Find out how much you actually charge and tax that. Or not how much you charge. Find how much you actually need for this particular project. So if you know what, this wedding is $2,000. You have to charge $25. Okay? You know, this photo shoot is, you know, you know $300. You got to charge $500. Okay? You may look at it as, dang, that's way too much. Like, I don't want to charge you that much or whatever. But just like this guy talks about, it actually improves your service with the client. It goes back to what I was saying earlier. I don't charge for revisions. Why? Because one, I'm charging enough, right? Two, I'm not doing the work anyway. If I go out there and do the shoot, because I tell, I tell you, the first thing you need to do is get rid of your your longest uh um, labor time, your labor cost, which is editing. That's the first thing you want to get rid of when you're a photographer, videographer. A lot of people hiring assistants and all this other stuff. No, what is that doing? Hey, five dollars assistant. Why? You don't need assistant. What, what are you doing? Use Calendly. You need to get. You need to get an editor. Okay. Go back to my uh, podcast episode with um, with Ken Collier, or come to the Yellow Print if you want to know how we do the entire uh, process. Um, come to the Yellow Print conference.com um it's gonna be in a couple weeks right make sure you come there to learn how to actually hire your team but so what happens is once i was able to get a team of editors now I'm like wow i don't even have to to edit so now it doesn't matter about revisions i'm not physically doing the work okay so that means i get somebody to go and and shoot it or whatever and let's say i still manage um the project if they have revision after revision after revision now it does still cost because I still have to pay on the team, but it doesn't cost me as much time as it did before when I was shooting. So I'm not saying that you shouldn't have. That's why I'm not saying to, I'm not telling you to say, hey, don't charge for revision or whatever, because you still want to be able to run your business like you want to be able to run it. But I do know that they will stay within your guidelines as far as revisions. I don't tell people their revision or um, uh, unlimited. It's a. Um, it's like it's, it's a thing where it's not understood, but it's like an over delivery. It's, it's extra value for people if they say, hey, man, I know I'm, I'm asking for a lot, you know, but can you change this? Can you change that? I like that better than like, listen, I know it's going to whatever. I know it's going to be extra fit at all, whatever. But, you know, it ain't up but a string of hair. Can you pour this out? Whatever. Now we got issues. 
Okay. So make sure you charge enough and put tax on top of that. That's it. We're done. Make sure you guys um, make sure you guys sign up for my community uh, text. Um, links should be in the description somewhere. Make sure you guys listen to this podcast on all podcast platforms. And make sure you go to the Yellow Print Business Conference, right? VIP is sold out, but you still have opportunity to be able to get general admission. I will see you guys um, at the conference. It's yellowprintconference.com. Again, it's yellowprintconference.com. Uh, with that being said, um, let me know how y'all feel about on this episode in the comments. Um, or text me if you got my community text number. With that being said, I will see you guys next time. Y'all respect the shot. I respect the shooter. We live!